0: What's up, horror fam? You know what time it is. And today we're getting very superstitious.
1: (laughs) Writings on the (laughs)
0: wall.
1: Ah, just kidding. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about some superstitions (laughs) and some strange traditions. Almost as strange as Ryan singing very superstitious. There's
0: nothing strange about me singing very superstitious. (laughs) Except for the fact that I have no pants on. <laughs> ah. <laughs>
1: We've Happy done Easter. you guys a favor. We've kept our pants on for Easter.
0: Yay! I even got my Easter
1: shirt on. Happy Zombie Jesus Day.
0: Zombies! Ooh! Way Ooh. Way Ooh. Way Ooh! Let's talk about it. Okay.
1: Let's do it.
0: We don't really use you to talk about religion, but is Jesus a zombie?
1: Mm, well, he did rise from the dead.
0: Technically, he rose from the dead. And, you know... Technically, he takes people. wasn't his
1: body? Or I was know. It just his
0: Evidently, his body was gone.
1: Mm. So. Who took Jesus' body? Somebody's out there. <laughs> we going. just had half our listeners turn this episode off.
0: <laughs> and, you know, it's okay.
1: It's okay. No, it's not. It's okay. Turn that back on.
0: And we're back on. <laughs> no, um, as you guys heard, we're talking about uh, some superstitions and stuff and all that good jazz. And we kind of we had something planned, it fell apart. So we're just gonna have a good time talking about some. Uh, we're gonna have some food. Random conversations we usually have, which is the reason why we started this whole thing. Um, and you they know, are random. Well, you know, like
1: uh, <laughs> like is Jesus is <laughs> Hey, man, I think that's um, that's a question. You know, hey, it, it, that is a fitting topic for today because it is. Easter Sunday. For
0: us, right now, we're recording this on Easter. That's right, guys. That's why I'm wearing this
1: beautiful shirt. Yeah, me too. The devil's rejects! Um. Yes. But uh, anyway, you know, uh, most people are at least a little superstitious. Uh, whether that be placing trust in lucky numbers or trying to avoid bad omens. You know, there's all kinds of different things that people do that you know, you could call them quirks, oddities, uh, but truly they are superstitions. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some tradition there, uh, but a lot of it is well to ward off evil.
0: Yeah. You know, you know uh, that's kind of like for you know for me, I'm I don't know like 40 something percent Irish, 43, 45 somewhere in there percent Irish.
1: Um. And he loves the movie Leprechaun.
0: I love i the Leprechaun! <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. No, well, you know, like, there's a ton of superstition uh-huh. in the Celtic world. And, yes. You know,
1: yes, there are.
0: Um, one of the things I, that I'm probably going to be in one of the next tattoos I get, too, uh, is the uh, horseshoe. Mm. You see, a lot of people, they do the uh, horseshoe over the... Over your door. Over your door, you uh-huh. know. Um
1: and there's a proper way to place that too. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Go well, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you know, you see a lot of them, and um, they just have it either. Uh, I don't know how. I guess would that be upside down? shaped. Yeah. yeah. Would they call that upside down? Would that be upside down, I guess? Or.
1: Uh, for superstition purposes, that would be right side up. Right side up. Okay, yeah. so there you go. But uh, what we're talking about is the legs pointing up.
0: Yes, the legs pointing up.
1: That's how we always like it. We like the
0: <laughs> oh, Hails to Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, here's an odd thing about horseshoes. Oh God! So horseshoes have seven holes on them. Yes. Why? Because that's the way that it was intended. Mm. <laughs> But it's four on one side and three on the other. You tell me. Why did they do that? You tell me. There's got to be some sort of... Reasoning? Re- uh, reasoning uh, superstition behind it. Mm-hmm. The lucky number seven is what comes to mind.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: Um, and, you know, horseshoes are considered lucky.
0: Yes. Um, and, like, uh, sometimes they have the horseshoes, they'll have three horseshoes.
1: I have seen that. You
0: know, which to me, and they're kind of weird, like that. Those are a,
1: people that are really fucked up and need all the help they can get.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, think about about like this, lucky like three, like lucky number seven, three sevens. You know. Oh yeah, the Trinity. Trinity. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, ah, that's a good point. I yeah. never thought about that. I, I have seen that before.
0: I have seen it a lot, and I, I should know this because like I've delved deep into it. You know, um, but like. <clears throat> speaking of superstitions and things like as far as the horseshoe would go mm-hmm. like in Celtic you know and all that kind of stuff uh, it kind of brings you back to the mind the thing we were talking about with um, mindset how like if you think something will happen it can happen yes um, so you know if you continue to think negatively eventually you're, you're going to have so much negativity that negative shit's going to happen because you're just causing that to happen
1: that's what's going on with my life <laughs> my life's golden I'm happy right now <laughs> Me too. I'm just glad you made it. Yes. Uh, well, hey, I was doing a good thing and stopped. Looks and... like
0: we made it. It <laughs> looks like we made it.
1: Look, this is, this is the musical version of the Horror Chronicles. <laughs> you Sorry, guys, guys just... have been asking for it. Now you're getting it. You're going to get
0: the, the Horror Chronicles musical. <laughs> uh, buy your bonus disc and get behind the scene yeah. footage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but... um. With great
1: songs like, Ryan, put your pants back on. (laughs) Um, And is that a copyright strike? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or the old
0: classic, oh, another YouTube morning.
1: (laughs) 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 Uh, You guys have been put in Facebook jail. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, story of our life. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. but anyway, anyway <laughs> anyways, back to
0: superstitions. But what I was saying, you know, um, I uh, speaking of superstitions or uh, traditions, you would say in certain mm-hmm. places, a lot of it, like you said, has to do with warding off evil spirits or, you know, just maybe wishing for good luck or just putting your best foot forward. Really, you know, um, but I really do think that. And we talked about this a little bit before, you know, but I think that everything is a mindset. So, like, if, you, if you're if you thinking that way, it's going to end up happening yeah, that, way, happen you know? that way, you know. If you yeah. push out good vibes, you know, and um, just go, just look forward to things and put out good energy and quit thinking so negatively about it. Quit being more a than, negative Nancy. Yes. Or Karen. Sorry,
1: all you Nancys out there.
0: Or Karens. Don't be a Karen.
1: <laughs> What's the male version of a Karen? Is it uh, Dave? I feel like it's Dave. No, what would be that? Dave's not here, or a Peter. I've got a Peter for you. <laughs> oh, oh Peter! Oh Peter! <laughs> oh Peter!
0: But yeah, you know, um, I, I, I it's pretty cool because
1: that is our history. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter where you're from, it is. You know, you know, superstitions aren't just in the United States; they are around the world. I mean, well, that's right. Mean, that's
0: And think about countries like, you know, Ireland and Scotland Mm -hmm. and England and things like that. You know, China, all of Asia, you know, they've been around
1: established. And they they are chalked full of tradition. You know. And a lot of these come from traditions, you know. And that's why when we talked about doing this episode, episode, I was like, you know, we can get into superstitions, but let's talk about some of those weird traditions that we do, too, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, so we're going to pop off with one here that I know everybody has heard of, and that's knocking on wood. Yeah. Um, Different countries call it different things, but people in the U.S. often use the phrase knock on wood to ward off bad luck, although the superstition is said to have originated in Europe. Mm. So in, in Europe... During the medieval period, many churches claimed to have pieces of Jesus's cross, and church officials would say that knocking on the wood would bring good luck. That's crazy. That's, that's, crazy. that's pretty. That's pretty cool, but, though. And, and it's and it's good that it came up on this day. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. There you go. You know, you know, um,
0: the origin of of the custom may be Celtic or Germanic folklore, wherein is you know supernatural beings are thought to have lived in trees and can be invoked for protection. So, kind of coming from, like, on our uh, our uh, interview that we did with Ash Green. Uh-huh. You know, um, witchcraft or um, some call it Wicca. <laughs> Other things like that. We're, we're not going to get into that debate. But uh, pagans who thought that trees were homes... Uh, fairies and spirits uh
1: dryads and many other mystical creatures yep um a lot of spirits that you know and, and we still believe in that too i mean you go out and you look at a tree and you think man you know have you ever just seen a tree that looks alive evil <laughs> oh like, yeah 100 percent. <laughs> oh, but, but you know just looks evil so what, what these people would do is they might knock on, or what they actually call it in Europe is touch wood, um, to request good luck. Uh, you're a little <laughs> high there. You need to go lower. Um, <laughs> uh, but basically, it was really to distract the spirits uh, that had evil intentions and were preying on these people.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's funny. When you go back and you look at all this, and then you put it all together Uh into what people do now, and you see where they're coming from.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny, as as I was going through some of this, it really, there was a lot of traditions and superstitions that I have myself, but I never really knew why.
0: Oh, okay. I had them,
1: and some of them are in this list. Like the knocking on wood, I never really knew why. Yeah, you did that. Yeah, you know, Um, but what what they claim is the uh, uh, you know you you could make a wish to a tree and then touch the bark. Uh, This uh, represented the first knock. The second knock was to say thank you. The knocking was also (laughs) supposed to prevent evil spirits from hearing your speech. And as such, stop them from interfering. Oh,
0: so it's kind of like a uh, masking. Yeah,
1: kind of. You know, like ah, uh, interesting. Uh, you know, there was an interesting uh, movie called "Don't Knock." Did Don't knock geez? twice. Don't knock twice. That's it. Don't knock twice. Yes. And I kind of when I, whenever I was going through this, I was like, oh wait, yeah, hold on, yeah, that's cool how they it
0: flows with it. Um.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I yeah, mean, it, it's just strange. And so to think if you never knew why you knock on wood, that's why. Yeah, so if you think about it, you
0: know, like if you're when you say you knock on wood, this never happened, um, that goes into okay, if you're talking about, you know, oh, I've never broken my leg, knock, knock on, on wood, wood, you know, yep. Um,
1: yep. and then so that's supposed to be you're keep making, the you're making a wish to the spirit or the fairy or yeah. whatever
0: and it also hides
1: within the wood.
0: And also like you said, it keeps the evils from interfering with it. Mm-hmm. So not
1: causing Oh so yeah. So it's a so it's a two-fold thing. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. So this next one is kind of cool
0: cuz I never heard heard of it. I've heard of other things and we'll talk about that yeah, in a second. Yeah. But uh so tucking your thumb in while in a cemetery. Your thumbs. So this is in Japan, people are often advised to tuck their thumbs into their fists when they're walking through cemeteries. Now, the reasoning for this is, in Japanese, the word thumb directly translates to parent finger. So, the legend warns that tucking in your parent finger, which is your thumbs, will protect your parents from death. So, um, it's kind of like, uh, don't step on the crack or you break your mouth's back type
1: thing you know what I'm saying <laughs> that one was on my radar but i didn't I didn't put it in here yeah. because you know it's it's just one of those silly yeah
0: yeah yeah you know, um
1: but, but yeah I mean it, it's really you're you're protecting your parents
0: yeah you know uh I've heard of like in the us you know um hold your breath when you're passed in a cemetery mm-hmm
1: uh, Out of respect for the yep, dead because yep. they're not breathing, so uh-huh. you know lifting your feet when you go over a bridge.
0: Yeah. So what's that? What's that about?
1: Uh, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't know, and I didn't look into it. I've I don't never, know why, I've, but I remember always doing that as a kid.
0: I've heard know? that. I've always heard that. You know, uh, there was
1: one with a railroad crossing too. The oh, oh, I remember one that you my raise mom, your hands
0: over when you're yeah. going over a railroad when you're going over. A uh, well, crossing, that's because right? you
1: you feel like you're on a roller coaster. <laughs> Son of a um my mom used to tell me never count the the cars on a railroad on a okay. on a train that it was bad luck. Huh. Don't know. Don't know why.
0: Maybe because it's distracting you from driving Maybe. and you you know. See, Maybe. it's like the little story, yeah. the little yeah. little warnings. Um, little wives tales. This one's pretty cool though, because yeah. um it talks about the translations and things like that. So you see like how something over here can mean something completely different. In another country you know um but i was gonna talk to you about this real quick i'll see how what your feelings are on this um somebody had posted up something about uh this guy had posted up something about he was riding his bike through the cemetery and he's like i love riding my bike through the cemetery so peaceful mm-hmm. you know he has a picture of himself riding through and some of the people that were making comments, like, that's so disrespectful. Leave them alone, blah, blah, you're making this, you, you know. And it's kind of just like, for me, I, the way I look at this, I'll, I'll get your opinion on it, but like, the way I look at it is, it's like, man, they maybe they like having people there. Maybe they like having people that come through there and, you know, or just, uh, I don't know, it, it's not like they're destroying things. Yeah, he's just yeah. peacefully, and it is peaceful. Mm-hmm. Going to the cemetery, man. I don't mind going to the cemetery and like sitting and just listening to the breeze right. and like right. whatever it may be, you know.
1: Yeah, you know, I've always felt that if you go to a cemetery, you're you're there to pay respect. Um, riding your bike through a cemetery, I don't see it as a problem unless you're deliberately riding your bike over the tops of graves. Yeah, see, I, and because it, see, that's a big thing for me, even still when i go to a cemetery you know uh, you know when i go see my mom i, I walk around all the where the bodies are and I, I never or i try to never step on a body
0: um this particular guy was on like a paved
1: like he had paved yeah, roads there's through there's nothing there. wrong with that you know nothing um cuz i'm going to say you know there's benches on cemeteries cemeteries are beautiful places
0: well i was going to say no matter what we're going to be taking some pictures in some cemeteries, yeah. so I yeah. mean it's. Oh,
1: yeah. But I just I we're going to do those obligatory uh, metal band in a cemetery photo. Yeah, but you know, um, I just, no, just I, kidding. I find
0: it. I know everyone has their own way of looking at things, um, but for me, I think it's more of along the lines of as long as you're not doing anything stupid, and that's with yeah, anything yeah. though. Anything that's disrespectful, but as long as you're just you know enjoying this peace and quiet and maybe. There's just something about a cemetery, It's you know. Calming. You know, so I, I I don't see nothing
1: wrong with it. I I'm don't either. Gonna, well, yeah, so but okay. while we're on the subject of cemeteries, I'm going to skip way ahead. Oh yeah,
0: ahead Who, we're not, we got I, nothing to worry about here.
1: I I found one of the weirdest things while I was doing <laughs> all this, and I'm going to let you uh, <laughs> let you read through this. <clears throat>
0: Hope they can pronounce all the words.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the living have long offered libations to the dead. Hey, I said that right. You did. <laughs> at once to at once to appease people they thought might haunt them in the afterlife. Honor those they loved and provide sustenance for them beyond the grave. <laughs> the the act of pouring liquid You know, one for my homies. Most likely water or beer on graves was prevalent in the ancient world. It spread from Egypt to other parts of Africa and eventually Greece, where mourners typically doused a small amount of wine on the ground before sharing the rest among themselves. I have seen this. Before you get into this next part. Yeah, well, because I've seen this, you okay. know, you see the pouring out uh, one yeah, for my homies, yeah. but I've also have seen this in um, a lot of, I am huge, I like, I know you guys know I love horror movies, but I also love like war movies and action movies, mm-hmm. but I've seen a lot of this in movies, um, like uh, King Arthur, there's a movie King Arthur, and it's, a, it's an older one, um, it's got Clive Owen in it, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, Keira Knightley, it's a f- great fucking, yeah, one of my yeah. favorite films, but they pour it out, they pour out, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like the that, lawn. drink, drink, you know, um, so that's awesome. Um, I never thought about that until so I just read that, you know. Right. But, um,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, people do it all the time, you know, as a, as a form of respect. So now here's where it gets really interesting. The ancient Romans took this practice of pouring out libations to a whole new level. What they did was they believed that through their bones or ashes, the dead consumed whatever food or drink the living offered. So they built what they called libation tubes into (laughs) graves that directly connected living relatives to their ancestors below. The idea was that the liquid uh, didn't have to seep through the ground to get to their remains and could instead flow directly to them. Huh. So what they did is, is they built their—you could call it a tomb, sarcophagus, wh- whatever you want to call it. So basically, they would line it with tile, and then they would put a, put a, a tube going through the top of it, and then the top would be lined with tile, and the body would be inside that, mm-hmm. like a coffin or a sarcophagus or a tomb, whatever. And then this tomb would extend up through the earth to above ground. And what they would do is, is they would take food and wine and different substances and actually put them down this tube and drop them into the coffin or sarcophagus or tomb or whatever. That's crazy. Of their deceased relatives. See, or ancestors. And
0: for me, it's like. Uh I understand the, um, um, I guess you'd call it a superstition, more of a tradition of you know pouring some alcohol or pouring something out for your lost ones, you know. But like this one here, I don't necessarily know if, I, cause like for me, and I hate saying this because I love zombies. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, I'm a zombie guy. But uh, nobody
1: wants a drunk zombie though.
0: Well, that imagine that? But uh, my thing is, is like I believe that you're once you once you go once you die, and you leave this body, your your soul or your your aura, whatever you want to call it, your entity, mm-hmm. is gone. Yeah. yeah. So, and I don't mean gone from this world necessarily. I mean gone from that particular body.
1: Yeah, the only thing left is a vessel.
0: Yeah. Um, now where that goes from there don't know i'm a dimensions guy we all know that um but that being said when it comes to uh the particular thing of pouring alcohol into the into mm-hmm. the actual tomb for go straight yeah. to them yeah. i mean it whatever makes you feel better about mm-hmm. losing your loved one and whatever you feel is respectful as long as you're not hurting anyone else i don't see another's, you know
1: yeah it, and it's kind of it's to me when i read through that it was kind of bizarre but it's not any more bizarre than the death bell. Correct. You know, and if you guys don't know what that is, uh, basically in olden times, before they started embalming people, uh, the instance of being buried alive was quite high. Yeah. So what they would do is, is they would put a string that went through the earth down to the coffin and hung inside the coffin and then on the tombstone itself would be a bell and that way if you were ever buried alive you had some chance of being rescued because you could grab that string and pull it and it would ring the bell above ground see
0: man that's great i haven't yet to have seen run to see a grave with one of those on it i haven't either which would be cool. But I've heard a lot about them. Yes. Um, you know, you've seen it in The Nun and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but my thing is, is that I just heard a story about that. This lady, um, her sister had passed away, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Well, she couldn't make it back in time to get there before the funeral um, was going to be, you know, going on. Yeah. So they waited um, a couple days or whatever. And they're like, well, we got to go ahead and get through with this or whatever. Well, she got there right after the funeral and... Um, they had just buried the, the coffin. The well, she was like, no, I want it dug up. I want to see my sister before one last time, you know, so she made a big deal. And they dug her up and the sister sat up and was like, you know, what's going on? I like, guess soon as they pulled her up out of the ground. So she would have got buried alive. Yeah.
1: You know? What a horrible way to go.
0: Which, but that's pretty cool. That's scarier. Uh, makes it cemeteries more scary. Think about that, man. You walk through a cemetery, all of a sudden you hear bells ringing. And you hear somebody screaming. Or just bells, like ding ding like, ding ding ding. That Dude, that's fucking crazy, man.
1: That's freaking crazy. Now, you probably wouldn't see that anywhere other than maybe in Europe. Um, you know, and we're talking. Sixteen, seventeen hundreds.
0: Well, and they also put those uh, cages over the. uh...
1: Oh yeah. Well, that was in uh, Victorian era, Uh, and that kind of had a twofold kind of thing too. One, it protected their loved ones from grave robbers, Mm -hmm. and then two, it also prevented the instance of if they come back as a vampire, gotcha, they cannot escape.
0: That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. See, man, that's why it would be so cool to go overseas, to some of these places and look mm. and see the things oh, that yeah, they I have there, man. I mean, in Ireland, they I know they got like buildings that are like five thousand years old still standing.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that's it's crazy. We can't, you know, over here we can't make a building stand for fifty years.
0: <laughs> yeah. <so>. No shit. <laughs> yeah. They got 50, five thousand year old buildings over there, man. But anyways, That's let's crazy. get back into some more of these
1: crazy, so, interesting... Uh, I'll let you, uh, let you pick
0: here. Got, mm, uh, what's this one? i never heard this one. Ever. What's this? We'll see. Well, so the number four in China. Some people in China will avoid anything having to do with the number four.
1: It's like the movie I Am Number Four.
0: I love that movie. That is a good movie. That's a good movie. Um, why the number four?
1: I bet it wasn't big in China, though.
0: <laughs> Big Trouble
1: in Little China.
0: Sorry, I just watched that. One of my favorite Kurt fucking... Russell. One of my fifths all on the reflexes. God dang it, I love that fucking movie so yeah. much. Anyways, uh, why the number four? The pronunciation of four in Chinese is similar to the word for death. Unsurprisingly, this makes many people believe that the number four is a sign of bad luck. So, they, and this is what I was telling. This is what I was saying earlier about how the way we say things is different than the way they say things over in different countries. So, you know, like it, it, it makes sense that uh, if you see something a certain way, and then not than I do, and you're like, dude, that doesn't mean that. I'm like, well, that's what it means here. It, it's you know what's crazy to me is that. Uh, I'm trying to think of if there's something that's universal that all countries everyone sees as. Because if you think about it, even people look at Satan differently, mm-hmm. or Lucifer. If you're into the religious thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, it's a. It, that's yeah, interesting. There's, uh,
1: you're talking like a universal superstition.
0: Yeah, or like a universal anything that people see as, um. you know.
1: Like, I can't think of anything that... I can't, I can't either. You know? The top of my head. Um, there are some that, you know, travel from country to country. Yeah. You know, just like the yeah. knocking on wood. Uh, you know, we do that here. That started over in, uh, you know, Europe and Egypt and, you know, all those places. Uh, you know? <clears throat> and then we have silly ones, like finding a penny on the ground. Yep. We all know, find a penny, pick it up, then all day you'll have good luck. Well... In all actuality, if you find a penny on the ground, especially if it's heads facing up, it's considered a sign of good luck in the U.S. People also uh, use the same find a penny, pick it up, and all day you'll have good luck. Yeah. Okay? Uh, but it's apparently even luckier to find a penny stamped with the year of your birth or anniversary. Hmm. I have never done that, but another weird aspect about this that uh, I never knew is if you find a penny and it's tails up, what do you do? You leave it the fuck alone. No, <laughs> you're supposed to flip it over and leave it for someone else? else to find. No, no,
0: no. See, my mom has another. My mom does another weird thing, and she still does it to this day. She's almost sixty years old. Uh, she if she finds a penny heads up, she puts it in her sock. Okay. She puts it in her sock that she's wearing.
1: Well, because, you know, there's a lot of fevery around yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask her Some about that. Just bitches don't know how to look in a sock. I'm going to I'm gonna have to ask her about that. Why? Uh, I put other things in my sock.
0: Me too. It's a cum sock. Crusties. Uh,
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: And here's where those, that's where those <laughs> yeah, classic yeah, hits yeah, like yeah. banned from YouTube come yeah. on to play. Let's see uh, what we got here. Oh, of course everyone I wonder you know what? No, that's not custom everywhere. You don't want to do that. Um, well, I mean, um, people know about that one I think. Throwing the bouquet yeah. at weddings, you yeah, know, everybody I mean, it, kinda It's
1: pretty much pretty much tradition, you know, you do it. Mm, so uh, this
0: one is interesting, I wanna know. I never really delve into that one. The wearing uh black at funerals. The tradition of wearing black in mourning dates back to the Roman Empire. When they would dress in dark wool togas, the custom was later adapted by Queen Victoria, who wore black when she was in mourning for her beloved Prince Albert. (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, (laughs) In Western culture, it is is still traditional to wear black for funerals. But elsewhere, mourners can be seen in lighter dress in China. For example, it's traditional to wear white. You know, something I do know about history is that there's reasons why you didn't have all these different colors back then. There just wasn't the fucking source for them. You know, a lot of people wore... That's why it was such a big deal if you wore a fucking red dress or a, you know, yellow dress. Yeah, because
1: there was a lot of time and effort. You know,
0: money. It was expensive to have that kind of things. That's why a lot of poor people wore black and, and white, you know. Um so, that makes sense to me. Um, as far as black, though, I love black. I usually wear black all the fucking time. Yeah, I mean, just happens to be Easter, and I'm wearing my Easter shirt, so... Yeah, yeah me too. If you're, <laughs> if, yeah, if you're looking, then you could appreciate it. Uh, but, you know, um, I liked it. I just have one pop into my head,
1: but I didn't put it on onto the list. Okay. What's that? Anyway, go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> What's that? Well, well uh, I'm going to stick with this, this wearing black at funerals. So we have some really good friends of ours that are Greek, and they have a tradition that whenever a loved one dies, like a spouse, uh, it is customary for the, I'm going to mess this up, but the widow to wear black for a month, I think it is, after the passing of the loved one. Mm. They can't wear anything but black. I could do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, you you popped off with of Easter, and it made me think of bunnies. And uh, what the hell's up with a lucky rabbit's foot?
0: You know what? I've
1: heard. It was, I did know that, but it, now it, it wasn't so lucky for the rabbit. Yeah. I you mean, know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna look at it. Up. I don't know. I di- I didn't look it up because I didn't even think about it until just now. But yeah, because I I you know hmm. I kind of. Um, I
0: have heard that before.
1: (sighs) While Ryan's looking at this, I'm going to talk to you about opening an umbrella indoors. We all know it's bad luck. Come on. Just don't do it. This one I was wondering about, Uh, too. According to this superstition, though, if you open an umbrella indoors, it does terrible things for your luck. One theory dates back to ancient Egypt when nobility would use parasols. Uh, made of peacock feathers and papyrus to protect themselves from the sun. Opening them indoors away from the sun's rays would be seen as an insult to the sun deity Ra, and you'd be uh, cursed forevermore. Interesting. The second origin is from the Victorian era, uh, when umbrellas were uh, constructive with steel spokes and opening one indoors could cause injury to, or eye loss. True. So what it's seen is an insult
0: to Ra. Yeah. Do you call my name? Yeah. Do you steam my brain? Oh, sorry. I love that song. My eyes are blurry. You ever heard that? Mm-hmm. God, I love that. Sorry, guys. I got a little distracted. Right. When it comes to music, you guys know how we yeah. are. Let's see here. Wikipedia. In some cultures, the foot of the rabbit is carried as an amulet believed to bring good luck. The belief is held by individuals in a great number of places around the world. Let's we'll see what Wikipedia has to say. Oh, about
1: Wikipedia.
0: This. this episode
1: is brought to you by Wikipedia.
0: Wikipedia. yeah. The world, including Europe, China, Africa, and North and South America. And variations of the superstition, the donor rabbit must. must possess certain attributes such as having been killed in a particular place using a particular method or by a person possessing particular attributes. It is suggested by Benjamin Radford that the rabbit's foot could be... We need a fart, Mike. I'm just going to say it. We need one. That was a good one. Although it smells like burnt rubber and Vaseline. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay, so it's been suggested... <sighs> Jesus. Somebody strike a match. You guys are pretty really lucky that this isn't a freaking virtual reality. We smell release it. release
1: this and smell a vision Oof.
0: Um, so, it's been suggested by Benjamin Radford that the rabbit's foot could be connected to the European good luck charm called the Hand of Glory, a hand cut from a um, hanged man... And then pickled. Who? Huh. So technically, I guess um, the rabbit's foot either the rabbit had to have been like super fast or whatever had to have attributes, or um, had to be killed by a certain person in a certain way with a certain method. So,
1: huh. I mean, there's not much to that. Hmm.
0: Not as interesting the as the foot. smell that just came out of your ass. Yeah, it was.
1: That is pretty horrendous. That is
0: fucking horrendous.
1: Pretty horrendous. It smells
0: like a fucking dead rabbit's foot in here.
1: So, talk about this because we need to light some of these. Oh, yeah, it ain't no joke.
0: So, candles on a birthday cake. Blowing out candles on your birthday cake is a long-standing tradition that can be traced back to the ancient Greeks. They would bake round honey cakes as offerings for their gods and goddesses and top them with candles to make them glow like the moon in tribute to the moon goddess. Artemis. Artemis.
1: Hmm. Interesting. That's pretty cool. I never knew that. Now every time I go to a kid's birthday party and they blow the candles out, it makes me think about how much spit did they just get on. Yeah. Can I
0: have my piece before you blow the candle out? Yeah, I'm just gonna take a little piece (laughs) off just off the edge here, guys. Just off the edge.
1: (laughs) So yeah. Yeah, I like birthday cake, too. I haven't had any birthday cake in a long time. Because it's not my fucking birthday. Yeah, you fuck. So, I'm going to talk about this one here. Uh, everybody's heard of this. Walking under a ladder. I, You know, we're told from a young age, just don't do it. Um, it's bad luck. Uh, I, you know, I have certain things, and walking under a ladder is one of them I just will not do. Uh, I work. For a car company that, you know, we have a pretty big shop and there's always cars up on lifts and stuff. I don't walk underneath those either. Um, I do. You know, (laughs) if if I can avoid it. I mean, there are times I have to, but um, now that I don't work on them anymore, I don't have to be underneath them. So, you know, and, you know, I just, the car thing, it just, I don't know, it's a weird thing for me. But ladders is a weird thing for everybody. Well, not everybody. Some people just don't give a shit. Um, But I will not walk underneath a ladder. So here's what we found out about that. In medieval times, people believed a ladder against the wall resembled the gallows. (sighs) Gonna get your ass hung, son. Uh, So if someone walked underneath one, it was thought that they would meet the same dreadful fate. Another theory was that when leaned against a wall, the ladder formed a triangle and signified the Holy Trinity. walking underneath one would therefore break the Trinity and be considered blasphemy. Hmm. so that kind of reminds me of uh
0: whats that movie the um, was it the ring They had a picture of a ladder on the wall Remember whenever they sealed like the random Pictures in the video, may, and there was a pitcher leaning up uh, ladder leaning up against the wall, and then a the lady even walked under one. In the movie, I think that was huh. the ring, wasn't it? It may have been,
1: or was it sinister?
0: No, not sinister. No. Okay. I think it was the ring. But anyways, okay, that makes sense. I'll now. go with you on that. That makes sense now.
1: Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't do it. I, you know, I avoid it. I, you know, I have all... There's some superstitions that I don't. I just don't care about, and then there's others that I'm like...
0: I'm not very super
1: I guess, you know, the one
0: thing I'm superstitious about is uh, karma. Karma. She's a bitch. I am a firm believer in karma, man. I think the way you treat people definitely come back on you. I think yeah. that... Uh, now, that being said, I also think that you get what you fucking... I treat everyone accordingly. I don't treat everybody the same. I treat everybody accordingly, so... I I respect you till you don't respect me, and then, you know, if it need be, I can get really fucking disrespectful.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, people that listen to this show
0: know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just how it is. But anybody who knows me knows that I'm a fucking nice person till it's time. Like uh,
1: You're like Dalton. Like Dalton little says, what
0: else? <laughs> it's, I'm nice till it's time to not be nice. <laughs> Oh my god! That reminds me of that fucking. That, that reminds me. gonna be Dalton. That reminds me of the fucking uh, Ron Jeremy joke, or not Ron Jeremy? <laughs> fuck, that was a joke in itself. <laughs> fucking Ron White joke. You know what I mean? He was talking about. He's like uh, talking about how he got kicked outside of that bar. Out of that bar. Yeah. And he's like, and now I'm talking big bouncers, like you know, the kind that go home at night and watch Roadhouse and jerk off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God, I love Ron White. Yeah. But anyways. Uh, I, um, I really like the line of, I don't know how many it was going to take to kick my ass, but I know how many they were going to use. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love him, man. <laughs> but
0: uh, anyways, uh, but what, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, I'm just a firm believer in karma is a is thing. I guess I'm super – everything else I don't give a shit about. I could give a shit less. You know, I think that um, – I, I'm respectful to the dead. I'm respectful to, you know, whatever, whatever there needs to be. It's just so. Uh, I don't know. Black cats crossing the road. Uh, oh, good. I'm gonna go ahead and get this one because it's. Uh, and we'll get that one next. But it's because that black cat crossed is in my mind. So black cat crossing the road during the Middle Ages, it was believed that witches would shape shift into black cats to prowl the streets this belief was echoed in the 17th century America during the time of the Salem witch, witch trials is there any more to that
1: uh to the black cat yeah there there was but i didn't really get not into, much into it i i didn't really get into a lot of it uh, well cuz my thing is like i don't i'm not i'm not on um, the that has never been a big superstition of mine. Mine either. Because my wife and I are cat lovers. We have six black cats on the house. Yeah, I... And I so, you know...
0: You know, I think everything... Okay, put it like, here's here's a good example, okay? So, let's say you're driving and you're superstitious. You see a freaking um, black cat cross your path. What are you going to do if you're super st- very superstitious... You're driving down the road, you see a black cat.
1: You're going to turn around. And or you're
0: going to hit your brakes, which is what's right. going to happen. Well if someone's following you? Bam, They're someone plows you. into you. So, oh, oh, the black cat did it. It crossed my path. No, no. Your stupid ass hit the fucking brakes and someone hit you. Yeah. See, that's the way I, I think that it's all, you know, just part of a... Let's see,
1: what does it yeah, say? I see, but, you know, the you talk about in the Middle Ages, you know, uh, the belief... Uh-huh. You the know, uh, of the witches, but in Britain and Ireland, it is lucky to see a black cat, as it is in Germany, as long as it crosses your path from left to right.
0: yeah, <laughs> I, I just don't even care.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if a cat walks towards someone, it is said to bring good fortune, hmm. but bad luck if the cat walks away, as it takes the luck with them. mm well, Oh, and the Scots have a superstition that if a strange black cat arrives at a home, this signifies uh, prosperity. There you go. So, see? In a lot of places, uh, you know, a lot of countries, it's not a bad omen to see a black cat. And that's my thing. It's, all, yeah. it's always different, you know. So. But <clears throat> here, we'll get into this one,
0: too. The broken mirrors, seven years, bad mm-hmm. luck. So, you want to get into this one, or you want me to? Yeah, go ahead. So the Romans believe mirrors to be magic portals into the soul. Thus, breaking one would damage the soul and could be um, it and could not be righted until the next seven-year cycle had passed. This was the amount of time they believed it took for life to renew itself.
1: We were talking about a seven-year cycle and something else. Mm. Oh my God. What was that? I don't know. Was that another witchcraft episode or something? It's possible. Where there were there was like a seven year cycle where everything renewed after seven That's years. That's the
0: renewal of life. They, they they believed that, you know, life could renew itself in seven years. So I mean that you know um, What are, what are your thoughts on that? On the um as far as the mirror situation.
1: So so mirrors you know a lot of the ancient cultures believed that mirrors were these you know beautiful things that were like portals to or gateways to to your inner spirit or whatever you know so <clears throat> to break one would be breaking your inner spirit especially if you're looking into it At the time. At the time of the fracture or whatever. So, the other strange thing about mirrors, and I was just trying to find this because I I forgot to look it up, but uh, there's a a thing about covering mirrors after someone dies. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to cover mirrors. And if I remember right, that is to keep their spirit... From coming back and haunting you. From coming back, yeah. See... Which is another, actually that's another great movie is mirrors. Yeah.
0: That's a fucking great it's got one of my favorite scenes. Um even though she's pretty. But the girl that when he, when her sister Keefer Sutherland's sister's in the bath and her uh her the evil is in the in the mirror, she's laying there and just like takes her jaw and it's like rips it apart.
1: Oh dude, yeah, dude. that is
0: brutal. man. That is such a good freaking scene, dude. That's a really good movie.
1: Really good movie. So what will be looking up here? So we're going to move on. So this is going to be kind of a long one, and I thought you would get a kick out of this. <laughs> oh, uh, so we're going to talk about this isn't really a superstition. It's more of a tradition for us, but it's got some superstitious background. Oh, yeah. So we're going to talk about the Tooth Fairy. Mm-hmm. You know, all kids know about the tooth fairy and parents, you know, you know, when your child loses a baby tooth, they're supposed to take it and put it underneath their pillow and they'll get money for it. Have you done that with your boys yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you've carried on the tradition. All right. So the folklore states that when children lose one of their baby teeth, they should place it underneath their pillow or on their bedside table and the tooth fairy will visit while they sleep. Replacing the lost tooth with a small payment.
0: Yeah, my wife missed the small payment part. Yeah. Now my kid getting like fucking five bucks a tooth.
1: Oh. Uh, the fuck? But, you know, it was funny. I did see the uh, the uh, going rate for a tooth is like $3.70. Jeez. <laughs> so, inflation. I used to get a quarter. Um, but that was like, you know, 150 years ago. Um, yeah. Anyway, in Northern Europe, there was a tradition called tandfey, or tooth fee, uh, which was paid when a child lost their first tooth. The tradition is recorded in writings as early as the Edis, which was circa 1200, you know, uh, which are the earliest written record of Norse and Northern Europe traditions. Wow. In the Norse culture, children's teeth and other articles belonging to children were said to bring good luck in battle, and Scandinavian warriors hung children's teeth on a string around their necks. So, huh? So, yeah. During the Middle Ages, other superstitions arose around uh, surrounding children's teeth. In England, for example. Children were instructed to burn their baby teeth in order to save the child from hardship in the afterlife. Children who did not consign their baby teeth uh, to the fire would spend eternity searching for them in the afterlife. The Hmm. Vikings, it is said, paid children for their teeth. Fear of witches was another reason to bury or burn teeth. In medieval Europe, it was thought that if a witch were to get a hold of one's teeth, it could lead to them having total power over them. Huh. That's another good movie, "Darkness Falls." Darkness Falls, and that's what I was thinking of whenever I pulled this out. Um, you know, there's something to be said about
0: uh, like uh, children. You know, uh, to me, we all know this the the greatest thing ever you know they're they're the gift of life basically you know um now i've heard other things about vikings and things like that we don't know really because we weren't there but like i've heard different things about children and you know that vikings just slaughtered everyone why would they pay someone for teeth they could just kill them and take their teeth right um, Vikings weren't known to pay people for anything, right? You know they're made to foot. They're pretty much- but
1: you know what people in their clan though. When their yes, kids would lose yes. their teeth. That I can know, see. They would possibly pay um, their clan members for their children's teeth. It just goes to show
0: you that you know. I I, I think it's more of the the life. Mm -hmm. force that a kid has that child has you know like my four-year-old dude he's fucking just a ball of fucking life man i mean he's constantly just saying things and doing things and learning and it's just boom 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 and like you know but uh they said like this would bring power like protection to them
1: yeah it would bring them luck in battle
0: you know um yeah i mean uh and then as far as the witches go that's a that superstition, you, you know. There's is seen not just with teeth, with everything. Mm-hmm. That's how they cast spells on yeah. you. Supposedly, maybe we need to get Ash on here and talk to her talk about to it. Her see,
1: about
0: the yeah, what they what they think about that kind of things. So that's something we should ask them about. Um,
1: damn it. Well, we could have a whole tooth fairy episode.
0: Well, no, I want to get her back on until we talk to her about like, okay, what's the whole thing with the hair or the piece of this the or that? Yes, all the, that. We need, yeah. I want to I want to talk to her. About it's this. all
1: portions of people's yeah but interesting though while I was uh, doing research on this tooth fairy thing uh, my wife got me into watching the show it's a new show on Netflix called the Irregulars Um, and basically what it is is if you've read any of the Sherlock Holmes books Sherlock Holmes had a a group that did like investigative work for him called the Irregulars Mm -hmm. and basically they were poor children that you know, he would pay them a little bit of money to help him find people and stuff. But anyway, that's what this show's about. Well, one of the, one of the creatures, uh, well, I say creatures. It was a woman, but uh, she, was, she had powers. Uh, they had her tied to a chair, and they were talking to her, and they showed a close-up of her face, and her teeth were all mangled and fucked up and shit. But she had a necklace on, and the necklace was all teeth. Ah. And it was—I was like, "Oh my God, honey!" I, I made her pause it, and then I told her this whole story about it. <laughs> and she's she's just looking at me, going, uh, "What? The, what the hell? <laughs> Why do you know this?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly it. Why do you know this? And I'm like, "Well, I've kind of been looking at weird stuff here lately. So. <laughs> that's what we do." But, uh, anyway, we're gonna motor along here. I know you're gonna want to get into this one, so this will uh, probably be our. Uh, I definitely want to get into this. Uh, there's, uh, We've got a couple other things here we want to talk about. Um, <laughs> yeah, try and say that word there, dude. Paraskevidectrophobia. Very good. Very good. So what that is, is that is a fear of Friday the 13th. Now, never. don't ask me to spell that without looking at so, it. So... Uh, People have been afraid of the number thirteen for centuries. Um, they actually call that triskaidekaphobia, um, and that's the fear of the number thirteen. But the word that Ryan just said that I don't know that I'm going to try and <laughs> try and say uh, is actually the fear of the day, Friday the thirteenth. Um, eh, so, according to folklore historian Donald Dawsey The unlucky nature of the number 13 originated with the Norse myth about 12 gods having a dinner party in Valhalla. Valhalla! Valhalla! The trickster god Loki, who was not invited and arrived as the 13th guest and angered uh, Hora, I think is how you say that, to uh, shoot Oh, Oh, an arranged... For Hora to shoot Balder with a mistletoe-tipped arrow. We didn't even get into mistletoe. I was going to get into that, but it's too Christmassy. <laughs> um, so, interesting. Loki shows up as the 13th guest. Kind of cool. The superstition may have also arisen in the Middle Ages, originating from the story of Jesus' Last Supper and crucifixion. Hey, happy Easter, everybody. Uh, in which there were 13 individuals present in the upper room on the 13th of Nissan, Monday, Thursday, the night before his death on Good Friday. Hmm. So I'm going to tell you a little story, and then we're going to spill into this other one here. Uh, But, uh, you know, Friday the 13th, we all love the movies. I love that holiday. Every time it comes around, to me... uh, for most people, it's just a day. To me, it's a holiday, and I love it. We get about one Friday the 13th a year. Some years, we can get up to three. I say last year we uh, got three. Last year it? we got three. Um, to me, go figure. It's just, it, it's just one of those things, you know. I grew up on 80s horror, and I'm a huge Friday the 13th fan. And I just, I love Friday, and so Friday the 13th is cool thing for me. But talking about Jesus' Last Supper and the crucifixion, if you look at da Vinci's painting of the Last Supper, you will see Judas sitting there, and in front of Judas is a salt shaker that has been tipped over and spilled. And what they claim is that the salt is a bad omen, Uh, Let me get into this next one here, and it'll all be clear to you. Mm. So this next thing we're going to talk about is throwing salt over your shoulder. (laughs) Not the whole shaker. (laughs) According to superstition, (laughs) spilling salt is bad luck, and throwing a pinch over your shoulder reverses that bad luck. Typically, it's thrown over the left shoulder. We don't know exactly when this tradition began, but there are a few explanations about why spilled salt is bad luck. Take a close look at da Vinci's painting, The Last Supper, and you'll see that Judas Iscariot has knocked over the salt with his elbow. Because Judas betrayed Jesus Christ in the Bible, people began associating salt with lies and disloyalty. Throwing salt over the left shoulder blinds the devil who was right, uh, 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 who was waiting there to force you into acts of bad behavior as well. Ooh, interesting. So why toss it over the left side? Some Christian beliefs hold that the devil hangs around behind your left shoulder waiting to take advantage of you. If you spill salt, the devil sees it as an invitation to step in and do evil. Throwing it over your shoulder into his face blinds him and renders him helpless. I wonder if that's why they say salt can stop like spirits. I, I think that's a good possibility. Cool. I think that's a good possibility. It also uh, does a hell of a job on a slug.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: You know. But.
0: But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Like a little. Uh,
1: and I, th- that w- I thought that was cool how those two tied together.
0: Yeah, that's pretty sweet. So, so, yeah,
1: so guys, and I hope there's you a lot of cooks out there that toss salt over their mm-hmm. shoulder for luck. Yeah, and stuff.
0: Um, but yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: Cool little story, guys. So. Yeah. There are some superstitions superstitions for you. And traditions. You know. uh, And I got one more that I want to show you. We're not going to do that one. Yes, we are. You're going to do it. No,
0: I'm not going to read about the whole freaking penis festival in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) Better known as the Kanamara Matsuri. Devotees carry a large sculpture in the shape of a penis. And parade through the streets of Kawasaki in Japan. It is said that a, a, a demonish or demoness with vaginal teeth seduced men to their deaths until Tempest priest, temple priest, used a metal dick to destroy her deadly secret weapon. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah. I ran into that. And, and look, we even got a picture. <laughs> This picture of me. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, it, it popped up, and I was like, "Ah, oh, we gotta, we gotta talk." That's about that. hilarious. What a hell of a way to end the show. <laughs> we're beating a, we're beating a temple priest with a metal dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Right, anyway, well, there you go, guys. So that last one's a doozy. What'd you guys think? A uh, little superstition, a little.
0: Uh, tell you what. Tradition. Why don't you guys leave us some comments below and let us know yeah. what you guys think. What's some of your uh, superstitions you believe in and stuff like that and
1: why. Some of your favorite traditions.
0: So, yeah, guys, that's it for today. We appreciate you. We love you. Um, as always, you know we love you guys, and you guys' support is awesome. Um, our Facebook page keeps going and going, so you guys are awesome on there. And um, we want to give a shout-out to all the other podcasters out there who are helping out and just – spreading the love you know Phantom Galaxy Land of the Cree freaking uh, it'll be horror stories all those kind of places like that we love you guys but more importantly as always until next time keep it creepy